It's the rant. My name is Jeff Ratcliffe, and it is Tuesday, December 7th, and ordinarily we'd be starting the playoffs this week. But of course, the NFL had different things in store for us this year, the extra week, so it's coming down to the wire for some of us. You might have punched your ticket already, look like you're a good bet to get in. Well, I will say this. If you are already looking forward to all of the playoffs, you might be missing a key factor, and that is that you're not guaranteed to play for all of the playoffs. We really have to have a one-game-at-a-time type mentality at this time of year, so just keep that in mind as you're going through and making waiver claims. But also remember, we have shifted fully into end game. This week, if you're facing somebody and you have to put up a blocker, Put up the darn blocker if they don't have a quarterback or whatever. Somebody's on bye, right? They Put up the darn blocker. Put up the darn blocker. Load up at running backs. You're going to hear a ton of them on today's show. And make sure you're only thinking about it as of right now because all we have is now. we got to win these games to get in in a lot of situations. And if you locked up the bye, I mean, yes, you could in theory think of week 16 right now. That's cool. You could also play a little bit of a spoiler on on waivers as well if you have the opportunity to do so. Let's dive into it. Deontay Foreman leads the list of waiver wire rankings this week. I'm going 50 to 100%. I really liked what I saw out of him previous to uh, their bye week. He is the lead back. I'll talk about Hilliard in a minute, but if Foreman is out there, he is the guy who I'm going after this week. I'm also going after his teammate, Julio Jones, who was designated to return. It looks like he'll be back. They need him. They have no wide receiver weapons with A.J. Brown on injured reserve. So I'm going after Julio Jones. If he's out there, I'm spending 35 to 50%. Remember, your money doesn't do you much good beyond this point, unless you're in a league where you have no $0 pickups and no first-come, first-serve, you may want to save a little bit of money, but in most instances, I'm, I, 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 I'm in leagues where you can do $0 bids, I'm in leagues where you do have first-come, first-serve with FAB as well uh, after the FAB run goes, so just keep that in mind. Uh, Chuba Hubbard, 30%, he's still out there in far too many leagues. If he's available, he is going to be at least the early down back, and apparently the team wants to run the ball a lot, and that was what prompted Joe Brady getting fired. Sony Michelle, 25%. Now, no guarantee he's the lead back You know, going forward. Daryl Henderson could be back, and if he's back, he is the lead back, but holy shnikes, we saw what Sony Michelle is capable of in terms of volume if he is the lead guy. K.J. Osborne, 15%. Adam Thielen's going to miss a couple weeks here. Looks like a two- to three-week absence, so Osborne all of a sudden now is the number two receiver for them. Dontrell Hilliard, 12%. He's going to get work. He's just not the lead back, but we saw, hey, he's got some upside, so you could do a lot worse. Uh, A couple 10 percenters at wide receiver, Russell Gage and Van Jefferson. Gage coming off of a big performance last week, and Van Jefferson is not going to go away. And there's enough meat on the bone in the passing game to sustain three wideouts there. Samaje Pirine, 10 percent. Joe Mixon is not immune to injuries just like every single running back out there, and Pirine is one of the better cuffs to roster if something happened to Mixon. Taysom Hill, 10 percent. He is a quarterback one, even with a messed up finger. I'm not overly concerned there. If he's available, I'm grabbing him. Naeem Hines, 8%. Now, Marlon Mack is not the cuff in that backfield, and I think we saw that clearly this past week. But on top of that, if Jonathan Taylor went down, I wouldn't expect Naeem Hines to just slide into an every down roll, but I would expect a few more carries for him. So I do like him uh, just to stash. Same thing with J.D. McKissick at 8%. 
Uh, we saw very interesting too. It wasn't Jared Patterson. It, it, it was uh, Wendell Smallwood who got in there for McKissick this past week, but he should be back from concussion. Uh, both the Eagles backs, Boston Scott and Jordan Howard, are worth eight percent for me. They're heading into buy. Jordan Howard should be back when they come out of buy. He'll have a role, but I, I mean, I'm just trying to load up on any of these guys. Eight percent on Tevin Coleman, eight freaking percent, but he's touching the ball a ton until Michael Carter comes back. Um, Marquez Valdez Scantling, seven percent. I don't love this pickup, but wide receiver so picked over you might have to coming out of buy there. And he had 19 targets over his previous two games. Monroe St. Brown, seven percent. I don't believe it's sustainable following this big game from him. But if it is, and I'm wrong, uh, you're going to get some good volume there with him. He doesn't have major upside, though. That's the one problem. Uh, Rashad Penny, 5%. Anything goes in this backfield at this point. And I do prefer Penny to Adrian Peterson. I'll talk about him in a minute. I thought Penny looked okay. And that's better than I've thought any running back since Chris Carson has looked in that backfield. So I'm going 5% there. 5% on Amir Abdullah. He should get work in the passing game. 5% on Khalil Herbert. He is the cuff in a pretty good spot there. Something happened to David Montgomery. Devontae Booker, 5%. He's the cuff if something happened to Saquon, although that team is turning into a disaster pretty quickly. It happens in December, unfortunately. Tyler Boyd, 5%. The role is somewhat increasing and... He's going to benefit from from Joe Burrow having an injured finger who can't really push the ball downfield as much. So I think there is some appeal to Tyler Boyd for the stretch run. Adrian Peterson, 5%. He's going to, he can score touchdowns. I mean, that's really what we're banking on with him. He's like uh he's like a Mike Allstott at this point in his career. If he scores a touchdown, that's great. If not, he's going to give you like eight carries for 10 yards. So there's that. Uh, Justin Jefferson, 5%. With Austin Eckler dinged up, it did look like Jefferson was kind of the guy, even though I don't think it's a true one-for-one cuff. I I think he's probably your best bet in that backfield. Kenny Gainwell, 5%. I don't expect that to continue coming out of the bye, but just in case. And then how about this? Ronald Jones, 5%. Just in case as well. Just in case. Uh, He barely played, but in case Fournette goes down. All right, quick break, and then I got some quarterbacks to add plus more. We're not going to find any league winners at quarterback this year, I don't think. With well, we'll see. I, I maybe get ahead of myself. It's I don't think Taysom Hill is going to win a year league, but he is the best bet out of the likely available options. However, I think there's appeal to Tua. Cam Newton should still be the starter. There's at least some appeal there, and then Justin Fields as well. And Fields should be back in theory this week. So 3% on all of those guys. I'm not going to overspend a quarterback. I really don't think. I think at this point, if you haven't figured out quarterback, it might be a lost cause. Uh, But I'll give you one exception in a second here. Ricky Seals-Jones is not that exception. Uh, Ricky Seals-Jones, of course, will be uh, a tight end for Washington, as he still is. And uh, he's going to benefit, unfortunately, from Logan Thomas going out for the season. That stinks. Tyler Conklin also at 3%. Actually had decent volume, and I'd kind of been knocking him there recently, but solid enough there for Tyler Conklin. Josh Reynolds, 3% in deeper leagues. Jalen Guyton, same thing. Hey, man, Herbert was looking his way downfield. Big Ben, 3%. Don't love Big Ben, but they're going to throw the ball a ton down the stretch here, and they're still in a playoff hunt. Deion Jackson, 2%. Spidey senses were tingling already with him. That's why I was reluctant to say anything about Marlon Mack in previous waiver shows. 
And then we saw some Deion Jackson. He's been playing special teams, and then they gave him the rock at the end of the game. He's not a bad player. I actually liked him coming into the league this past year in the pre-draft process, went undrafted, but solid enough. Here's my sneaky pickup. Trey Lance. Have we come full circle? Is it time to finally use the kid? I don't know, but it is a sneaky pickup. It is a sneaky pickup. Uh, oh, by the way, I, I should throw Jamichael Hasty in here as well. Let's go 5% on Jamichael Hasty. Uh, speaking of the San Francisco backfield, just in case, because Jeff Wilson is a little dinged up, I'm assuming he's widely rostered. Uh, and Elijah Mitchell is in the concussion protocol, so there's a chance there that we see a little bit more hasty. But he's not, I don't think he's an every-down guy. That's the problem. Anyway, beggars can't be choosers. Uh, Davis Mills and Jake Fromm in your two-quarterback league should be rostered now because both likely will start this week. Ready for our, <laughs> our cut list? It's pretty lengthy this week. Terod Taylor, Kenyon Drake, Rashad Bateman, Kadarius Toney, Antonio Brown, and here, let's, let's, uh, Terod Taylor banged up, going to miss time. Kenyon Drake broke his ankle. Rashad Bateman, no role in that offense. Kadarius Toney, the mess in, in New York. Antonio Brown suspended, and I don't know when we see him next. I really don't. Corey Davis, out for the rest of the year. Cortland Sutton, role reduced. It's Jerry Judy and then kind of everybody else in the run game there. Gerald Everett, uh, too volatile. The volume is decent, but it's too volatile. And I think you could do better elsewhere at tight end. We just keep rolling on at tight end. And then Logan Thomas, obviously, out for the season. Guys who I'm willing to keep here, uh, Taysom Hill, as I mentioned, I'm picking him up, so obviously keeping him. James Robinson, even though the role is weird and he's banged up and everything, I I just don't want to fall prey to that, uh, I'm going to drop this guy mentality. Same thing with Adam Thielen. I'm not going to drop him even though he's going to miss the next two to three weeks. I'm going to keep him if I can. And then Foster Moreau, I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt for one more week in case Darren Waller doesn't come back. But we'll have news If we see Waller already limited on Wednesday, then we can move on from Foster Moreau as well. That didn't work out very well this past week, by the way, in case you didn't notice. All right, uh, this week is all defenses that we are streaming. I don't think, even Arizona, I'm a little little iffy based on the matchup of keeping them. Uh, If you have the Patriots, look at their schedule when they come back. It's not that great. I think you could move on from them because there are so many streamer options. And so here they are, not necessarily in exact order of preference, but, you know, they're all good. They're all good because there's a ton of upside with each one of these. So New Orleans, they're facing the Jets. You know that one. Seattle is facing Houston, who could have Davis Mills. and Well, no, not could. They are going to have Davis Mills under center. Uh, Los Angeles, the Chargers, are facing the Giants, who, in this case, could have Jake Fromm under center. Wow. Because Mike Lennon's in the concussion protocol and Daniel Jones isn't going to play this week. Green Bay facing Chicago, very likely Justin Fields. Carolina facing Atlanta, giddy up. Uh, Tennessee facing Jacksonville, give me some of that. And Denver facing the Lions. Some of those teams are probably rostered in your leagues, but I guarantee they all aren't. That is, what, seven streamers this week? This might be the, the best streamer week of the year. It's the most wonderful streamer week of the year. All right, that wraps it up for today. I'll be back tomorrow talking some rankings for week 14 for you. Playoffs coming up next week, man. One month left. 
in the fantasy football season. Head on over to ftnfantasy.com, promo code RATPACK. And by the way, promo code WIN at ftndaily.com. Our guy John Kelly won $400,000 last night. He won, he, he chopped the Millie Maker on the uh, showdown slate using our optimizer. John Kelly's our MMA guy. He's not even our NFL guy, okay? So that shows you the power of that optimizer. Today only, 25% off with the promo code WIN. And then, of course, FTNBets.com. All right, I'll catch you on the flip side for another edition of the pod. I'm Jeff Ratcliffe, and I'm out.